Well, and they treat the almonds a lot more humanely. That's you know, true. They take care of them while they're milking them. That's very, very small teats. Very small. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really... No. Uh, <laughs> they crush those fools. Can we, you said almond teats. Yeah, I did. That's I did. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have to mark this podcast as mature now because you said the words almond no, teats. No, I don't, I don't think so. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate, and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. In this episode, we're talking about vegans. Are we all supposed to be living our lives like it's the book of Daniel? Or is a big juicy steak God's gift to mankind? All of that coming up next. Nolan, are you or have you ever been a vegan? No, I haven't. Uh, I am a proud American man that proudly eats any sort of meat. Okay, you sound you. That's a little bit. That's a little bit too too America. Uh, maybe. No, it's not. No, I I was. I've never been a vegan. Yeah, but I was. Um, uh, vegetarian uh-huh. for like seven oh, years. I know. I walked that uh, struggle with you for a little while. Well, yeah. I think seven's a perfect number. Well, so we ended that. Uh, it was a perfect number to end it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the closest I've ever been. But being in being a vegetarian, I had a lot of people around me in mm-hmm. circles that were vegans. Yeah. yeah. So I have a little experience, a little anecdotal experience there. Yeah. I feel like we're going to talk about. You're going to have that uh, kind of insight into the world of veganism that I don't. Right. Yeah. Have you ever? Okay. So we're gonna go. Have you ever hung out with some vegans? Um, Do you know any good vegans? Not good intentionally. Vegans? No, not intentionally. Not intentionally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I accidentally like accidentally into like some I might have today. rubbed shoulders with one, and, and I just felt a my like, life was never the same. Uh, yeah, after. I just started getting a taste for kale. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, uh, not not anybody that I. I mean, I've done like a Daniel fast. Um, I've done certain things like that where okay. it's like you can't, um, or like my friends have done like Daniel fast where it's like you can't eat meat. You know, you do do vegetables and water, um, but nothing like anybody that was like this is my life. I live this day in and day out. Um, okay. I found the Daniel fast hard enough. So have you? Okay, so besides the Daniel fast, yeah. I feel like I'm interviewing right, yeah. right now, but I'm very interested. Like, uh, have you ever had any? Um, intentionally, not just like you ate some vegetables, but like, have you had vegan dishes? Oh yeah, I have. Um, yeah, I mean, like when I did the Daniel fast, I had to, I had to eat vegan dishes. Like that's what it is. It's, it's but I mean, like no not like meat. I had some Brussels sprouts oh, or some yeah. salad. I mean, like, did you eat like vegan bacon? Did you have like oh, a vegan casserole? Yeah, I mean, at like I, I perused Whole Foods for like months. Um, Take that as a no. Yeah, no, no, like I had vegan bacon, like I had vegan mayonnaise, like those are just not, they're a whole, and you would know like better than I would because you were like vegetarian, but like I did not appreciate any of that. Do you know what, uh, what uh, tempeh is or satan? No, you're speaking, you're speaking literally like French to me right now. It's like this, it's a whole new world. Yeah. Some of these, I have some jokes to read and some of them might not even make sense to you. Cause you're not like, you're not down with the V. Uh, I'm not. And you know what? I, I feel like a lot of Christians and we'll probably get more into this, but like, I feel like a lot of Christians are not with the, like the vegan movement mainly because of 
like a couple of scriptures that I feel like might be taken out of context. Okay, what, what, what scriptures um, yeah. do you have? Scripture? Well, like, um, yeah, let me pull it up on my beautiful technology here. Okay. Uh, Acts 11 is like the main one that like, if you're talking to a Christian about eating meat, they're okay. going to talk to you about like Acts 11. And it's the, uh, it's the chapter where... Peter has the dream where like a sheet is coming from heaven and he hears a voice say, you know, Peter slay and eat or kill and eat. And it's just got all of the animals that were once forbidden to, to eat. And so a lot of times, like when I've talked to people about it, they're like, yeah, like Jesus says, I don't know why they're going to be Texan because, but like, they're like, Jesus says we can take and eat of whatever we want. And it's like, all right, man, like let's, let's dissect this a little bit. Is it really that we can eat whatever we want or is it more of a, like a cultural understanding that Jesus was trying to promote. Cause those people that say that they then go and like tank three Big Macs in one sure. sitting. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know hey, if that's really okay to, you know, this eat that. may or may not be true. Yeah. What I'm about to say, yeah. and I will have to go back and do some fact check on my own, the own words that I say that come out of my mouth. But, um, I believe that is one of the scriptures that the Rastafari people take <laughs> This, we're going completely into another land. <laughs> We've gone but that, from Christianity that, to Rastafarianism. That's a Rastafari okay. And they, that's why they start, like, they were smoking weed. Really? Like, it's, it's of the earth, It's month. of the earth, yeah. Like, it's it's right, of the earth, it's man. It's of the earth, man. Right? Like, like Jah says, oh, right? Oh, man. Like, Jah, who comes from Mount Zion, oh. says that, like, hey, nothing is, oh. like, held back from yeah. you anymore, and this comes from the earth. Yeah, that's that interesting. That might be completely untrue. No, I mean, I think that's interesting. Like, I think our, our culture today is moving towards a, like, if it's from the earth, it's good, and if it's, like, from some sort of pharmaceutical, it's bad. Because, like, uh, Denver just um, uh, uh, legalized mushrooms. Um, no, they did Yeah, they not. did. Like, they literally said, like, it's it's legal to buy and sell mushrooms now. And you're just going to have a bunch of weird people out, like, rooting around in fields yeah. for mushrooms that grow out of... Well, like, or like they're just gonna be walking down the middle of the street, absolutely tripping out of their minds, and like coming up and touching your face, like, "Are you the Earth Mother, man?" Like, <laughs> come on, get out of my stuff. Like, I will shoot you if you touch my face. Uh, <laughs> oh my high on mushrooms. Gosh. I like, you know, it's just it's one of those things like people are so excited about, but it's like, you know, should we be doing this? Like, this is getting into a different topic than veganism. It is, but 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 bringing it back, like, you know, you can take a scripture out of context, and I think sometimes. In this area, we do. Okay, so what about, let's, we're going to go scripture out of context. Yeah. What about Daniel? Mm-hmm. Like Daniel fast, yeah. right? Obviously, he didn't eat the food that was mm-hmm. offered to him, right? Um, or we're talking Daniel chapter 4? Something Daniel like that, yeah. So, okay, so I'm sure somebody will probably... Somebody's going to correct yeah, me. Yeah, correct us. Like, no, I'm smarter than okay, you, man. So, right, so in the book of Daniel, right, like he's, he's not eating the king's choice food, mm-hmm. and they are doing better. They're performing better yeah. than everybody else. Is that not a biblical case to stay away from animal products? And okay, we didn't even do this. Vegan. Yeah. What is vegan? Yeah. Vegan is not just the uh, staying away from meat, mm-hmm. but it's also staying away from all animal byproducts. Uh, yep. There's no butter, no cheese, no yeah. dairy, none of that kind of yep. stuff. Because it's about. It kind of depends on what kind of vegan you talk mm-hmm. to, but some of them would say. I'm gonna. Here's a couple different avenues I've heard in yeah. my experience with vegans. Some would be more on the animal cruelty side. Mm-hmm. They'd say the way that we produce meat and milk, it's horrific, it's yeah. disgusting, and it's you know it's torturing animals. Yeah. 
Some would say that our bodies aren't meant to handle meat. Okay. And yeah. so they, they, they would go more of like a physiological, like, hey, we're not supposed to have meat mm-hmm. and yeah. dairy products are bad for you, yada, yeah. yada, yada. And then I have actually met a Christian vegan who claimed Book of Daniel. Yeah. Like, I, we're supposed to be set apart from this world. Mm-hmm. And this is like, this is a, a rationale for yeah. it. So um, that's what vegan could be yeah right or i mean that's what it is and those are some reasons why people might choose to be vegans mm-hmm. um but so is the book of daniel of validating are those validating verses for us to be vegans yeah i mean like once again if we if we take that that bible verse or that bible chapter um that book in context we would see that they chose not to eat meat not because they were like oh we want to get big and strong sure. it was because they knew that that meat was sacrificed to idols and so they were really choosing to abstain from eating meat because it was going to go against the the biblical um, commands which were like don't eat meat sacrificed to other gods gotcha. um, okay. and that's where acts 11 clears that up as like you don't you can eat meat from wherever now. Right. So, yeah. Okay. And um, that would, I think that would also, like, I've heard some people give rationale from, like, the book of Genesis. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, we were all vegans yep. before. Yeah. And the lion <laughs> will lay down with the yeah, lamb yeah. when the Lord comes back. And they will not be eaten. Yeah. Everybody was a vegetarian or a vegan at that time, bro. You know, man, like, I think that that's, that's one thing that we have to, like, we have to look, once again, back to, like, contextually uh and we see like uh you know what once once sin came into the world god said like i'm i'm gonna kill some animals for you like i'm gonna kill them and i'm gonna put like their skin on your back like but i would agree with the fact that like you know were we originally designed to eat meat no of course not but at the same time like we were also originally designed to run naked through a field and be okay with that and (laughs) when sin came into the world a lot of things changed mainly like unless you're in San Francisco, you can't run naked anywhere anymore because people are going to be like, you're wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. True. Yeah. Uh, Louis C.K. got into a big uh, debate about that. Not big debate, but he got in trouble with that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think you, I don't think you can make a biblical claim that we should all be vegans yeah. or even step down vegetarians yeah. today. Yeah. I think there's a, you can make a lot of, okay. So I think that's fair. To say, yeah. Right. Now, let's I just want to talk like you've never had I want to go back to this you've never had a legit like vegan dish no I mean uh what what we weren't we weren't really friends when you uh had people over to, for Thanksgiving and you guys used to remember we you did. guys used to make those tofurkey like well we we had because we ran in a crew mm-hmm. that was like a bunch of people who were all vegetarians and vegans we didn't have Thanksgiving we would have things vegan yeah and at thanks vegan which listen well, it was I mean, really don't laugh at me yeah, it was you know? it was thanks vegan is delicious okay okay um yes there's a tofurkey yeah there we had many different types of tofurkey mm-hmm. okay right? like a tofu turkey. what's the best one the best one is the one that's literally the size of like maybe uh, like a couple of tennis balls and it's, it's like a gelatin that's shoved into this mold and it's like you don't even know what it is but you don't care because you're like oh. this, like the consistency yeah. of it is so good. There's some other ones that are like a little bit more fibrous uh-huh. and they try to like 
feel and taste like the the, the it's just deception though that's what deception. i feel like it's like you're you're eating it and you know like i i obviously i've never had it but it's like you can't call something like tofurkey right you should just call it like hey this is well there's tofu. okay so there's, two, there's like two separate like i feel categories yeah. of vegan food okay, okay. One we have we have just introduced yeah. the deception foods. Yeah. Okay, this is the tofurkey, yep. the fake and bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? yep. Which is like a vegan who just wants that taste of bacon so badly mm-hmm. that what they're actually eating is cardboard dipped with liquid smoke. Yeah, that's kind of yep. what fake and bacon is. So there's the, the deception foods. Yeah. We want you. We know you miss what you used to have, mm-hmm. and we want to satisfy you. Then there's the other category of vegan foods, which are interesting concoctions yeah. of like of ingredients to make something new like yeah. um so like tempeh mm-hmm. is like kind of like a spongy it feels like a chicken nugget kind okay. of but it's made of like i don't know beans legumes like yeah. a bunch of like grain like yep. all together and it's compressed and packed yeah so you can get like um like tempeh strips mm-hmm. like in a stir fry and it tastes really really good actually yeah, yeah. or you have seitan mm-hmm. which is i I'm no joke. Uh, it's just bread. Yeah. It's there's a, a way I'm, somebody's gonna like freak out and like be like you don't know what you're talking about. Like, Satan <laughs> is like it's gluten and yeah. you're like just working it in a certain way yeah. and then you flavor it and you just grill it up. Okay. Yeah. And it can taste kind of chickeny yeah. or, or like the texture of it can be kind of chickeny. So yeah. there's things that you know there's foods that are kind of all their own mm-hmm. that are like vegan dishes and yeah. foods and stuff. Um, so I you know. It's interesting because I don't actually, I like the vegan dishes, like the foods that are like creative, interesting uses of Mm -hmm. ingredients, but the deception foods, yeah, they're always just, they don't, they're just, um, not only do they not taste like the real thing actually, but, um, there is just that level of deception. Yeah. They're like, like, oh yeah, like I don't miss bacon because I can have dot, dot, dot. See, and that's what, that's why I really, uh, not hate, that's a really bad word, but that's what I don't, I don't like about vegans when they try to make excuses and they're like, oh yeah, like, no, we can, we totally have the same things. It's like, no, you don't like, you you can't like, you're not going to have bacon. You're not going to have like, uh, you're not gonna be able to have a burger. Like even, even though like Burger King claims that like they have the impossible burger where they're like, oh yeah, this is all a plant based burger. Like, yeah, I'm going to eat it. I'm still going to want a Whopper. Like it's not, it's not the same, you know? Um, so it's just like, I don't necessarily agree with that. I do, I do respect people for going vegan because it is hard to do. Like if you're going to do it, yeah. it's normally like you have a better willpower than I do because I tried that Daniel fast. And at the end of a month, I was like, give me a burger. I literally, I think I went to like Wendy's or something like that. And I got a burger and a shame on you. Yeah. Spicy chicken sandwich. Shame. It on was you. the worst. My bowels hurt so bad, but probably tasted. delicious. Yeah. It was delicious. Like it tasted delicious. You had it. And that's like where it's like, to me, that's the only reason why I'm like, man, I actually, I wouldn't mind if I could do it. I wouldn't mind being vegan because I know that people feel good after they eat a plant-based diet. Like they feel a lot better than probably what I feel right now. That's why actually, so when I went vegetarian, Mm -hmm. um, I did it because somebody told me like, Hey, you know, uh, I was always complaining of feeling like really heavy or Mm -hmm. like having like my skin feeling really greasy. Yeah. And it was my brother actually who recommended and said, Hey, you should try a vegetarian diet for a while, just a couple of weeks and see how you feel. And after like a couple of weeks of it, I felt pretty okay. Mm-hmm. I felt better because I was eating way, at that time I was like 22 years old yeah. and I was just eating way too much yeah. meat. I was eating like fast food meat, meat constantly, barely having like vegetables. Yeah. It was just unhealthy in general. It mm-hmm. wasn't a balanced diet. Yeah. 
right? Like I eat meat now, but I eat it balanced with lots of vegetables and like whatever, but I just wasn't. So mm-hmm. the drastic change between that and like me going on a plant-based yeah. diet, I did feel like the difference in it. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's the only thing that like for me, I, I feel like there's some, I don't know, validity to, uh, people that say like, Oh, I want to be vegetarian or want to, I want to be vegan because it's like, I do understand that God has created us in such a way for us to like live off of, Oh, there's a, that's a text. Yep. That is, yep. Well, that's so sorry, uh, buddy. yeah, that's a sound. Um, so it's like God has created us to live in a certain way off of plants or at least that was how we were originally designed. Okay. So it's like our bodies at some point in time were designed to live off of plants. And so now that we have been given the opportunity to go and eat meat, it's great. But once again, like all things in moderation, like I feel like as an American culture, we're like, I'm going to take that like freedom and I'm going to go eat a seven hamburger patted like hamburger. It's like, that's not the way that we should do either. Like, and we just trade, we trade freedom for gluttony where it's like, you know, Oh, Nolan, you're like going deep. I'm trying to, I wanted man. To tell some you wanted to tell, jokes, like, hey, you're scratching. You know what? At, We're like, gonna the depths of like. Our let's do a little bit of a right wave. What, what's a vegan joke here? Oh, like, okay, let's here. Uh, let's jump let's, into I'm it. I'm just gonna. I just want to pepper these. Yeah. In. We don't yeah. have to do a whole like, like. Uh, We're not doing a bit off jokes, of it. No. But let's just do one every yeah. once in a while. How about yeah. this one? Ready? Um, did you hear about the vegan devil worshiper? <laughs> he sold his soul to Satan. <laughs> I'm glad that you prefaced like Satan in yes. the beginning because that would have made no sense what, to see, somebody. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. uh, like if you don't know anything about vegans, you'd be like, I don't know what that's yeah. funny. I yeah. don't know what that word is. Um, here's a, here's here's another uh, good one. Um, can can I tell you a vegan joke? I promise it won't be cheesy. <laughs> Those are dad jokes, man. We're turning into dads. Okay, well, we already are dads. This is, yeah. I think this might be less of one. Okay. Let's move on from the dad yeah. jokes. Um, what does a vegan zombie eat? Mm. Grains. <laughs> I thought that one was good. That was good. good. Okay, uh, no, so, so um, uh, me and my friends, we used to... So, you, you know, like, marijuana can, can be affectionately like called the devil's lettuce. Sure, yeah. Or, or Satan's lettuce. Sure. Um, so... I did not know that until well, now. Well, I learned I just, that... I, I learned that... the green. I actually learned that from a youth kid the one garage. time. Um, I, I learned that from a youth kid. Uh, Smoking the dope. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you who it is in a little bit. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, he calls it Satan's lettuce. And uh, we started playing with those words. And now we call it, anytime we're talking about marijuana, we're like, uh, uh, is that Satan's Latouse? Um, oh, and gotcha. so I just, I didn't know that that was a vegan thing. And when you said Satan, I was like, yeah. oh, are we talking about, are we talking about like, so, do vegans all do that? Is yeah, that what they do? Like when I went vegetarian and the first time I had it, yeah. I felt very uncomfortable. I wasn't even a Christian then, yeah. but for some reason I felt very awkward yeah. being in this vegan restaurant ordering grilled Satan. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what I've just gotten myself into by entering into this community. I feel like this is real. Just a puff of smoke just and like, like red lights come on and you're just like, like oh no, no what has happened? I've entered into something That's that funny. I did not fully understand. Um, oh man. Okay, so I like vegan food. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of being healthy. Mm-hmm. What are some stereotypes, though, of vegans? Oh man. Okay, we gotta go, we gotta talk. Yeah. About it. Well, I feel like it's most fair. most vegans because like if you're gonna be a vegan, you're you're full fledged. So you don't even use beauty products that have any uh, like True. any uh, animal parts in it. And so a lot of vegans have a particular smell about them. Oh. They have a little bit of an interesting tinge to their essence, right. and it's it's 
It's pungent. You said tinge, essence, and pungent. Yep. You should be on Jeopardy. I'm, re- I'm really trying beautiful. to, yeah. Really, really Thank good. you. Um, Thank you. Okay, so that could be something. Uh, yeah. I also, from my experience, have found most vegans to be uh, leaning on the liberal side. I've seen that. And yeah. not only on the liberal side, but uh, a little bit more outspoken. Yeah. Uh, oh, politically yeah. about their yep. beliefs. Um, because they've found a cause, a revolution worth fighting for. Yeah. Like uh, um, animal, like cruelty, like well, uh, fair treatment. But I mean, at the same time, though, I feel like people that are willing to do something radical like that, where it's right. like, like you can be middle line and be like, yeah, I'm not going to really try that hard. Like, it's not that hard to be lukewarm. And I think that sure. that's why, like, the Bible really says, like, hey, a lot of people are lukewarm like there's a lot of people that are just like yeah, i'm just gonna ride the middle like but in order to be radical like you have to be willing to be like i'm gonna only eat at vegan places i'm gonna only right. shop at whole foods i'm gonna yeah. only like i'm gonna turn the box around and actually check what's in this and that was what i learned on the daniel fast was like i had to turn every box around and like oh man there's you know there's fish oil in this like i can't eat that you know and so right. i had to switch so it's like i feel like that's the reason why a lot of the people that are vegan mm-hmm. are also like these radical like outspoken left-leaning people that being said i also have noticed that a lot of vegans this is in my experience too like vegetarians and vegans they tend to hang out with other they find community with mm-hmm. other vegetarians and vegans yeah. and there's <laughs> i cannot tell you like uh like we would have people over to like thanks vegan. Yeah. Um, and they would like, yeah, like they maybe they weren't vegetarians, but they were like kind of in the scene or in the group or something. Yeah. And they'd be cool with it, but um they would be cool with the vegan's choice of not eating any meat. Mm-hmm. But if we went to somebody's house for dinner or we were out and about and somebody like ordered a burger that was in the group, yeah, man, they gave that person crap. Yeah, man. It was like it was outspoken, yep. like like it just it was so it was weird how it went like like either way yeah. like the like the carnivore would say to the herbivore like man it's cool right yeah. I know the stuff tastes good like yeah. right on I respect your decisions mm-hmm. but then the vegans would get very outspoken and go do you know yeah. what that does yeah. to your body do you yeah. know where that came from oh and that's and that's what's so frustrating to me is like you know it, it just once again another chap or another uh, part of the Bible where it's like people will bring in that is is uh, Paul basically saying like hey like when I want to eat meat like I'll eat meat but when I'm around somebody that like doesn't eat meat I don't eat meat like he's just talking about like hey being all things to all people he's talking about tabling with people exactly for the sake of their their good exactly right? right and it's like to me it's like I feel like if you're going to be a Christian you're going to be vegan that's great but when you have a brother or sister or maybe like a non-Christian that is eating meat like don't get all aggro about like oh like you shouldn't be eating this like you know you're not going to be a weekend warrior for that kind of stuff like and you're not going to really win anybody just like Christians you know aren't winning anybody by saying like oh like you know gay people shouldn't like get this and that it's like you're not winning that like you know (laughs) have a dialogue about it maybe share your opinion but at the end of the day like recognize that people make their own choices and them eating like and I grew up in Indiana you grew up like you uh doing um uh uh farmers oh what is it 
Future was Farmers of America. Future man. Farmers of America. Yeah. yeah. I sold um, market hogs. Yep. I sold market hogs too. Like I, I was a part of the whole like industrial, like dairy yep. group. And it's like, it's not necessarily like these farmers aren't out there just to kill these cows or like, you know, they're not just like, come on, Bessie, like you got to make milk or I'm going to whip you. It's like, they love those animals genuinely because they're up at five o'clock in the morning feeding them. They're up like taking care of them. They're well, you're describing like the small time, like farmer. no, I I mean, even even like the the industrial, like they they pay veterinarians to come out and check on each of their cows because they have to make sure that they're healthy because they know that they produce more milk when they're healthy, when they're taken care of, when they're like affection, like when they're not necessarily like given affection. But like, for instance, like uh, I knew some dairy farmers in Indiana. We put in a bunch of uh, like windmills Mm -hmm. and the windmills were causing the cows to have stress because the cows were picking up on um, like ultrasound waves that the windmills were like were emitting by their engines, like their turbines spinning around and around. And the cows actually their milk went down, like their milk production went down and the farmers freaked out. They were like, our cows aren't happy. They're not they're not comfortable in this area. And so because of that, they had to move the turbines further away. It's like they understand that if I take care of my animals, if I give them comfort, they will make better stuff for me. There's I think there probably is a lot of those farmers and like and producers of like meat. But there is also a lot of those like, hey, do you know, the FDA allows a certain amount of pus in our milk because it's just the natural kind of byproduct of over milking cows to keep up with like needs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's some things that like when a vegan's like, Hey, do you know how much pus yeah. you've had? You're like, dang, you might be right. Yeah. Like so here, I mean, I I've been eating meat for like uh, again for like the past like six years or yeah. something or seven years. Yeah. I think, and um, I still will not drink cow's milk. Really? I don't. I drink That's almond hilarious. milk because yeah. I thought of it. Because there are some realities to yeah. it. Not necessarily that I want to be a vegan, but there's yeah. some realities of it that where you're like. Yeah. Like well, and they treat the almonds a lot more humanely. You that's know, true. they take care of them while they're milking them. That's true. Uh, you that's know, they're true. a lot more gentle on the. I teats. don't know the milking process of an almond, but I feel like it would be fairly gentle. Very, very small teats. Very small. <laughs> I mean, ah, that's really no. Uh, <laughs> they just, crush those fools. Can we, you said almond teats. Yeah, I did. That's I did. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have to mark this podcast as mature now because you said the words almond. No, teats. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. If, if somebody's gonna be offended by that, I really feel like you gotta you gotta watch yourself. Um, no, but I mean, like once vegans again, are easily offendable. Yeah. Uh, so that we were like talking about some observations of vegans. That yeah. is one of them. They're easily offendable, mm-hmm. and they're very willing to offer their perspective on diet. And I mean, you know, bi- bi- biblical examples. I, I feel that it's there's not there's not a lot of mm, I would say hard biblical evidence to be like if you are a vegan, you are going to be. Uh, healthier or you're living out God's original plan because you know obviously the Jews could eat certain kinds Ooh, of meats I'm gonna challenge you right now really I think I'm gonna go like this I'm gonna I'm gonna check one off for the vegans here I'm gonna okay. stand in their corner here's my challenge ready um but as society has changed right yeah. and the food has gotten so unhealthy okay the food is unhealthy yeah should we not honor the scripture that says that we're to treat our bodies like a temple yeah. of the living God? Yeah. We shouldn't be out there. Now, I think you can eat meat in a healthy mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I think I think uh, my wife and I, we try to eat meat mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Yeah. But I think that with the way that the world is going, like genetically modified like foods, mm-hmm. prepackaged foods. We yeah. were just talking about something earlier before we podcasted about how like, 
people have been eating like TV dinners and oh, yeah. microwaving plastic on their food yeah. for like the last 50 years. Oh, yeah. And they're obviously now finding out that that's like cancer causing yeah. and horrific for you. Not only is it cancer causing, but the food inside of there has no nutritional yeah. value. So shouldn't we step a little bit over the line to the side of the vegans and say, we want to live a healthier diet, yeah. less of these things that are like unhealthy. Well, and I guess like I, I should correct myself with saying like, like me and my wife, we, when we go to the market, like we're not buying like the cheap uh, Tyson chicken because okay. we know like that has a lot of hormones and has a lot of Tyson. You don't chemicals. Like them, huh? Hey man, Shots fired. it doesn't necessarily matter. Okay. Um, shout out to Tyson for bad chicken. Uh, we, <laughs> We buy we buy all organic stuff. So like if we're looking for beef, we're gonna buy organic beef. Yeah, it's it's more money, but to me, it's like I'd rather sacrifice the money now than die of cancer or grow a third eye. You know, it's like right. that's just to me. And so I'll agree with you. Like, yeah, there is there is a point to be made about like for the vegans, but at the same time, like you know, to if you're gonna eat meat, like that's okay. Um, but I'll agree with you. Like I, I hate it when people are like, they might see somebody smoking and they're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that you got to treat your body like a temple. It's like, okay, well, Patricia, you've gone to McDonald's for the last four times this week. Like, you know, or like, and I think an unpopular opinion is like when you see, uh, I have a little bit of a harder t- uh, time when I see uh, Christians that are a little bit more on the obese side. Like I don't mind larger people. And oh, if you have- get, We're going to get- well, if you right have, now. but I'm saying like, if you have yeah. a medical, like if you have a medical condition that okay. you can't help that, like one of my friends, she had a medical condition. Who she literally could not help judge? that. I know. Right. Who are you to judge? It's like, to me though, like I'm, I mean, I recognize like I'm getting larger. My wife told me the other day, she was like, Hey, you're getting on the heavier side. And I was Ooh. like, ouch. But at the same time, thank you for watching out for my health. Like sure. you understand that if I get to a point where my body is literally like, I can't keep up with you, I'm going to grow fat around my heart. I'm going to get like clogged arteries and I'm going to die of a heart attack at the age of 50. So right. it's like, we're not supposed to live to this like, like extent that we've been living, especially in America. Sure. You know, so it's like, I will agree with you that vegans do have a point. But like, at the same time, to if be, I was going to say you, like yeah. if I was going to say just really quick, you have five seconds to answer. Who do you think is probably more healthy, average American or vegan? Uh, vegan, you go, guaranteed. You go yeah. vegan, right? Yeah. Because the thought in your mind is, I'm going to contradict my own con- my own like opposing position here in a second, but like, the thought that runs in your mind is they're probably eating way more vegetables yeah. and they don't eat fast food. But that's usually that's that's is. America, right? So okay. like there was a study done, and I think the the healthiest people in the world are either the Spanish or the Italians. Like these are people that literally drink wine every day. Their entire diet is based off of like grains yeah. or or literally like meat and okay. and sauce. It's like so to me it's just like and those people are much healthier than vegans because because of how their food is taken care of. They don't have a lot of process in their in their making of their yeah. food. So my take on veganism is that it is an extreme reaction mm-hmm. to a current reality. Yeah. That's my so like for me, like I get why people are outspoken as vegans, yeah. are picky, are like very communal because they're, they have this very drastic reaction towards something that's not so great, which mm-hmm. is our, the poor state of nutrition and the way that animals are treated yeah. to support like mass production. Mm-hmm. Of food. So I get it. Yeah, I'm, I can I can have like grace and even like some empathy and understand a vegan and go, mm-hmm. I get you. Like I totally get you. Yeah. I feel like there is a, a, a smarter way to do it, which is like you said, like let's think about like food mm-hmm. as a way that we can honor God, 
like through what we eat yeah. and the way that we treat our bodies. And that can be with meat mm-hmm. and with vegetables. It can be a rounded yeah. kind of like diet. Um, Actually, speak, so speaking of which, um, I, I uh, watched watch or listen to a podcast uh shout out to joe rogan you know it's like yep. uh joe rogan have us on please um <laughs> but he had a farmer on um and the farmer was basically talking about like uh that being a vegan is more cruel to animals oh, no. than actually that like, than ted actually having nugent. oh was it ted nugent, ted nugent oh on, then i'm thinking of something completely different crazy yeah person. well he's like him. he made a good point though he where he said point. like hey in order for me to like like grow a vegan like a tofu or a or tofu burger, or like in order to grow all of these crops that also don't have pesticides and this and that, like I have to literally kill anything that comes in inside of my garden. So if I see a if I see a raccoon that's coming into my garden, right. I'm shooting it. If I see a deer that comes to my garden, I'm shooting it. Any any animal that comes inside because right. I don't have I don't have one like anything to keep them out. I have to kill that animal. So he's like, I'm actually killing more animals than that one cow that you're eating. Sure. I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good well, point. I think the point that he's bringing up, which is fair, is like, don't be so like so preachy or soapboxy about your the way that you eat, yeah. the way you like, right? Like, we should all be seeking, especially as Christians, to be honoring like what God has given us mm-hmm. without. Right. Like saying, well, my way is like the best way. Yeah. Like right now I'm on a keep, like I'm on a ketogenic diet. Yeah. I've lost like a bunch of weight being on this ketogenic diet. I think it's great. I'm not going to go around and go, you should be keto. Yeah. You should do this. You should eat like I eat. I'm going, Hey, you should just try to be as healthy as possible with the information that we have at hand. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a fair point that it brings up. It's like, like nobody is, it's not possible unless you're growing your own microgreens in your house, and then it's completely like just enveloped your whole yeah. life, right? Like you're saying, I grow everything. I'm leaving like the lightest footprint I possibly can. Everything runs off solar and mm-hmm. turbine and like all sorts. Of, like unless you're becoming that kind of person, like which yeah. very few people are willing to do, yeah, because you have to give up the comforts of technology mm-hmm. and convenience yeah. and all these modern things that we have. Mm-hmm. You have to give up all of those to be your own hunter and gatherer. Yeah. That's well, and I, and I think it's like interesting. So I'll, I'll flip back to like, or on, onto the vegan side where I was uh, watching a uh, promotion for a documentary. I can't even remember. I was trying to look it up, but I can't remember what the name is. And the guy was talking about how they have a, a free range garden okay. and they were talking about how, uh, weeds and insects have a place in a garden and how a lot of times like we as like people that live in the 21st century we think of weeds and insects in our garden as bad things but he was saying that through the process of like decomposition and like certain uh plants that aren't strong getting like basically crushed by other plants, right. the garden actually makes a better product out of it. And so he was basically saying like they have a garden and they don't tend it as much. Um, they will like watch where things are planted, but they yeah. kind of let nature take its course. And the things that are produced in their garden are, uh, are a higher quality because they allow the elements to dictate what grows better and what doesn't. I thought it was a really interesting concept because to us, we see once again weeds, insects as these bad things, but they're saying right. like, no, we should let it be what it was in the beginning. Like yeah. there was no real tending, but I think that, that kind of does go against the biblical. Like, hey, you need to work until your garden. Like, you need to spread this garden to the ends of the earth. Even in a very modern sense, yeah. right? I can drive down to Chick Fil A right now yeah. or a McDonald's or whatever, and I can get unhealthy food and meat 
at a very, very cheap cost, yeah. but to eat organic, mm-hmm. right? To shop healthy, to eat whole foods, like to do all that, it costs way more. And like right now, like for instance, like I'm on a keto diet, like it's hard for me to get food anywhere except for at home. Yeah, That is actually, uh, I think it's an admirable thing mm-hmm. um, for like somebody who is vegan Yeah, because they have to have a lot more discipline, not only in what they eat, but mm-hmm. how, to, how they live their lives, yeah. like everything. Like uh, we had, uh, my wife and I have a really great friend um, and he would always come out. He would always hang out and mm-hmm. like, you know, we'd go in groups and do stuff. We would go get food and he would sit there in the restaurant and have conversation and drink water and do his thing. Yeah. And he had eaten right before he came. And so he literally just like his life was so conditioned that he was like, I'm not tempted by food. Mm-hmm. Like he'd been a vegan for like 15 years. Wow. He's like, I'm just never tempted. Like, yeah. I always eat right before I'd come because there's never anything for him to eat out. Mm-hmm. Even if you like order a chef salad, they're going to try to dump some buttermilk filled yeah. like like dressing all yeah. over or something he's yeah. like i can't eat that yeah and so he just knows like his whole life is shifted and it's morphed around mm-hmm. it and that's you got to respect that yeah like there there's a lot of dedication that goes into into being a vegan yeah i mean you know the bring, cupcakes suck though oh horrible horrible i uh bring bring it home um i had a friend that made oh it was like it just sounded bad it was like a a curry muffin with raisins and this and that. And she was like, Oh, it's all vegan. I was like, well, you can take it and throw it in the trash if you want. Cause I'm not eating that. Like, oh. and she tried to, she was like, Oh, it's got like chocolate in it. And I was like, all right. But the chocolate was unsweetened, like non like right. dairy chocolate. So it was literally just straight bitter chocolate. I, like I, was like, I, said, I can't I do it. A lot of respect. Yeah. For vegans, for the discipline, yeah. for the devotion, for the lifestyle, for all of it. Yep. But don't lie to me and tell me that it tastes just like yeah. the muffin that I'm oh, going to yeah. eat that's filled with sugar yep. and milk, yeah. delicious egg. Don't tell me that. And it's once again, it's all it's all in moderation. Like I'm not going out and like eating uh, eating a eating a muffin every single day or eating chocolate chips every single day. Like I or chocolate chip cookies. Like I'm gonna say just like, hey, chips. yeah, just chocolate chips. Like, chocolate yeah, chips. bags of Nestle chocolate chips. Uh, I, I'm gonna do that once in a great while. You know, like with your keto diet, like you can come off of keto like once in a great while it's not going to kill you you know or i can go like probably going to do it tonight like going to go to mcdonald's and have like a burger like it's really making me hungry you know are you gonna uh, go to McDonald's yeah this has been like the first time i've gone to fast food in like Choose months man no oh, man i'm gonna stoop to mcdonald's it's level bro it's and i'm gonna be in shame in my car eating a burger thinking about this conversation but you know it's the, just like the only reason you're going to mcdonald's is because your wife is out of oh uh, yeah yeah she doesn't she you're doesn't tell me what to do right now so eat like McDonald's oh, like yeah. hidden in your car I am. In, in the shadows in of the McDonald's shame in the, in the shame, shame of the McDonald's parking lot <laughs> oh, horrible. no but I mean like Disgusting. you know it's it's once again everything in moderation and that's where I really have a hard time when Christians say like you you know you need to treat your body as a temple this and that like sure. well I can if I want to mm. have this once in a great while sure. it's when it becomes a habit if I decide even if I decided to eat if I if I was going to be like, I'm the most hardcore vegan ever, or please, you need to tell before we end this podcast, you need to tell the story about your breathitarian. This is going to be a good segue, but it's like, if I decide to be an ultra vegan and only have lettuce for the entire, like the rest of my life, the doctor's going to, I'm going to have to go to the doctor in a couple of months. And he's going to be like, you need to have protein in your diet. You need to add fiber to your diet. You need to do this. Like, because if you don't, there's a, there's a reason why the food groups were created because a balance of each one 
helps us to be healthier. If mm-hmm. I decide to be this ultra vegan and only have lettuce, that's not in moderation. That's an, that's an over-exaggeration of what right. I'm already eating. Now, please tell the story oh, about your gosh. breatharian. Okay, so, so um, I had a friend uh, like years and years ago while I was in my vegetarian state. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, all of us are vegetarians. All of us are vegans. And then there's kind of like this, there's kind of like this unspoken like, well, vegetarians are all of us as vegetarians. Vegetarians are cooler than meat eaters, <laughs> like because we're like a little bit more like alternative. Yeah. Right? Right. But then if you're vegan, you're like like well, I'm a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. Like I'm you know I'm just that little level of coolness. Yeah. And then like it gets crazy. You could be like, well, you're a pescatarian. You're just weird. You eat mm-hmm. fish, but you don't eat meat. So yeah. like you're we're not you're gonna treat you like a normal person. Yeah. But so I had a friend, and one day she comes up to me and my wife and, and a group of people, and we're talking about of course because all vegetarians and vegans talk about being vegetarian vegan all the time we're talking about like vegetarian this or vegan that and she says yeah i'm actually on a on a six-year plan to becoming a breathitarian and it was like it was like the record scratch and like everybody like turned to to look because we're all down with alternative ideas Uh but she says i'm on a six-year plan to becoming a breathitarian and i just i went what are, what are you talking yeah. about? And she said, yeah. So I'm vegetarian now and I'll be that for another year and then I'm going to become vegan for two years. Mm. After two years of veganism, I'm going to become a fruitarian <laughs> for three years and that will prep my body to be, to be in a state where I could live off of my own breath. <laughs> and I just looked at her in the eyes and said, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> Which I think is great to talk about on this podcast. Yeah. She said, she said, Jesus was a breathitarian, <laughs> to which I responded, oh, no, no. he was not. Oh, no, he no. was not a breathitarian. Uh, Jesus, yeah. he was. He drank wine. Yep. Jesus, uh, like, turned, uh, like, multiplied bread and fish. He was at people's houses all the time Zacchaeus, eating meals. I'm coming to yeah. your house for yeah. dinner. <laughs> like, what do you think? What do you think Martha was doing? Yeah, she was yeah. cooking for the man, right? She, yep. yep. <laughs> so listen, like Jesus was not a breathitarian, yeah. just because it doesn't say in the Bible. And Jesus spooned up a big helping and put it in his mouth. It did say he fasted uh, for forty days from food and water in the wilderness, which means it implies that's not the norm. Yeah. Right? Like okay. yeah. So. Jesus did not live for 33 years on the earth surviving off of his... <gasps> no, he breath. didn't, yeah. But these are the crazy things that some people out there might believe. Well, and, uh, you know, it's just like, once again, though, you, you maybe in the way that you handled that situation, like, and telling you, like, hey, like, that's stupid. Like, I once again, vegans and non-vegans, like, we can overreact to people's people's lifestyles in a way that can be unattractive I to just the gospel put, like, of Jesus. But listen, she was dead serious. She, hey. There was no <laughs> there was no humor in her eyes. <laughs> and I just complete side note, I had to apologize. Yeah. I had to come back. Her boyfriend, my friend at the time, came out to me and said, Hey man, you really hurt her feelings. Yeah. And her goals and her idea. And I said, <laughs> dude, her goal is to yeah. live off of her own breath. Yeah. Like, and I had, and in the end, I had to go apologize because yeah. her feelings were hurt. And I cannot tell you the words was, it was so sour coming out of my mouth. Cause I literally had to say, Hey, I'm really sorry that I laughed at your goal to be a breathitarian as a friend. I support you. Oh, I had oh to say no. it to her and it broke my heart. 
And if I could go back in time right now, I would take yeah. the apology out of my own mouth <laughs> and I would keep it from ever happening. Because I'm not sorry. Because it's no. crazy. <laughs> just, just tell her, like, hey, I'm sorry, but it's it's not going to happen. You will die if you try to live off a bear. Ugh. That's a good That's a good way to end it, man. I like that story so like much. Story you, you told it to me once, and I, I really enjoy I think it. It's so. worth, I think it's worth documenting yeah. in uh, audio format and uh, keeping on the record. There are a it's couple a of story. good... There are a couple... Of, just to bring up some like okay. uh, re- reference um, points, there are a couple of good books that you can that you can read online, and I'm, their names are escaping me, but there's, um, there's a really good book about uh, the like how meals are a central point in the Gospels okay. and how Jesus is always meeting with people over meals Mm -hmm. and he uses that as a way to bring people together and commune Uh and there's something about a meal with somebody that just brings you like like you're not going to invite a random well you're normally not going to invite a random person off the street to share a meal with you at your home but jesus was very good about meeting people or just like things in the gospel happened around jesus eating Mm -hmm. and people were just like I'm here randomly, like they were listening in to what he was saying. Right. I think it's it's a it, there are some really good books out there that talk about that. I think one of the some of the favorite like statements that I've heard also, and this will be kind of my, like my final thoughts about it, uh, um, is Pastor Matt Chandler from the Village Church is really really good at talking about uh, you know like meat right and mm-hmm. like food and wine, and he talks about it in a form of worship, right? So I think that there's something to be said. I mean. Listen, if you're a meat eater, mm-hmm. you know the difference between a $5 steak and a $50 steak. Yeah. Like a $50 steak mixed with some really good wine, like mm-hmm. not the box kind, yeah. but like a really nice yeah. one. Like those are delicious flavors, mm-hmm. okay? There can be delicious flavors also mm-hmm. in, the, in the world of veganism, but there are some delicious flavors that we can enjoy that have been given to us. And it's important that those, those moments and those flavors we can have them actually roll up into a form of worship mm-hmm. to the God that created those flavors mm-hmm. that's, that, that made that available yeah. to us, right? If it terminates on itself, it's really easy for me to just think about my own needs, my own wants. Yeah. But when I let it be less about myself and more about thankfulness and gratitude towards mm-hmm. God, I start thinking, wow, this, and this is going to sound really cheesy. Yeah. Like, it's going to sound really corny, but like it, it, it makes you like think a little bit about in their own kind of like way, the Native Americans would thank, be thankful for every buffalo they killed, and mm-hmm. they would use every single every part, part of, it, of yeah. it. And they would they would literally like they would praise in some form mm-hmm. for the buffalo that they had, yeah. right? Like, and that's a, I you know, I think that's actually a biblical principle, mm-hmm. which is like I'm grateful, I'm thankful, and I'm 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 worshiping you because yeah. of it, and yeah. and I think. In moderation, with worship to God, mm-hmm. like I think all things in moderation are good. Yeah. Besides the ganja, like uh, oh yeah, you know, probably not. Yeah, probably not. That's yeah. a separate. Episode, That's a separate though. episode. Let's talk about that one day. To be continued. Yeah, drugs okay. for sure. Right. Um, the, that book that I was talking about is called A Meal with Jesus: Discovering Grace, Community, and Mission. Just for anybody that's wondering about that, it's a really good book, really good read. You guys should read it. I will. I yeah. I, I want to check it out. It is good. I'm in a reading yeah. mood right now, oh, so I'm man. definitely going to yeah. check that out. Well, thanks for listening to the Thank podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this, uh, this is a podcast called Biblical Lenses, again, where we talk about things about life, things in life from a biblical perspective. Uh, it's sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's uh, humorous, 
and most of the times it's both. So yeah. really appreciate you guys listening. You. Uh, make sure to leave a thumbs up or subscribe in whatever podcast player you're listening to. Um, this is probably like only our third or fourth episode, but we're going to be podcasting more and more and more. So we would also love to hear uh, your thoughts. So we'll probably come up, not now, because we don't have, we're not prepared in any sort of way, but we should probably have a Twitter yep. or some or something yeah. where people can contact us and ask questions. Yeah. I'd love to start that. or just even giving us ideas because we are two men and sometimes we have really great creative ideas and sometimes we don't sometimes so we don't yeah yeah yep. so that's it. it so until uh, the next episode when we have no idea what we will be talking about um i'm jesse i'm nolan and we'll see you next time see Thanks you next a lot. time